Welcome to a Better Tomorrow podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to be talking about a subject that hits closer to home, hostels. For those who know me, I'm an avid traveler who's been backpacking for many years. Hostels were my savior, both in terms of accommodation, but also where I've met some of the most incredible people and made so many fun memories. So me and Evelyn really wanted to delve deeper into the travel bubble and see what's happening there in terms of sustainability. That's why we were so excited when we came across Mango Tree Echo Hostel that's been founded by backpackers. It's not just any hostel though. It's an echo hostel built entirely with echo bricks and bamboo. Joining us today is Tony and Julia, two of the founders of the hostel, who shares their views and thoughts about sustainable travel and how other hostels and backpackers can make small changes in order to live a more sustainable life. We also talk about their vision with the hostel, how they plan on making diving sustainable, and how building with echo bricks is a clever way to deal with waste. We hope you enjoy this chat. Hey girls, welcome to a Better Tomorrow podcast. I'm so happy to hear that you could join us all the way from the Philippines. So first of all, we want to hear all about Mango Tree Eco Hostel, your vision with it, and why it's an eco hostel. Um, so our overall mission is to reduce the plastic pollution and to increase the, like, the awareness for the problem with plastic, also mostly for the locals. And that's why we decided to build a hostel which is completely made of made out of sustainable materials like bamboo and eco bricks. Like eco bricks, I don't know if you know what eco bricks are, but it's like we are using a plastic bottle, mostly 1.5 liter plastic bottles, and then we take plastic which we collected like on the streets or on the beach or we just collecting it from the shops because otherwise it would just, I don't know, be burned, for example. And then we cut it, we clean it, and then we stuff it inside the bottle. And then it's like a really heavy brick. It's usually like 700 grams, one. So, and we're gonna use like 1,500 around. So we're gonna have a lot of plastic trash saved in our eco bricks. And that's what we're using for building also. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so you're four founders, correct? Yeah. 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 So what, what parts are all of you doing? So we're having uh, Pilar, who's the architect. Um, she's from Spain. And then we have Julia, who's the dive instructor. Julia. <laughs> and uh, yeah, me, I'm doing the social media. And actually, we're all, uh, Aya Louis is also, uh, he's local here from the Philippines. And yeah, he's helping with all kinds of stuff, like communicating with the workers here on our construction site and a lot of paperwork. And actually, we're all at the moment helping on the construction site to build with the clay and the eco bricks. So yeah, also okay. like handmade. Cool, cool. I think it's like I'm so happy that I found you guys because I'm a backpacker. Like I've been traveling around the world and been living in so many hostels. And it's just in recent years that I've been thinking about this sustainability um, thing. And 
I've also started to think about how hostels around the world are maybe not very sustainable. So yeah. is that how you guys came up with your idea or after traveling or how did you guys come up with? Yeah, so we are all also backpackers and we, but we met here in the Philippines and we met in a diving center where we were all volunteering. And then, I don't know, like one idea came to the other, like we all love the ocean, we all love the nature. And then, I don't know, one night we started talking and then first the idea was like, yeah, like you said, like maybe hostels are not so, so sustainable and traveling, you know, and then, yeah, we came to the idea, how can we combine like saving the, or doing something good for the nature, diving, the underwater world, then also including locals. We really wanted to include locals also because our experience is that a lot of travelers are already aware of the situation and are really like trying to be kind of ecological, but for the locals sometimes hard. So we really wanted them to include as well. Yeah, and that's how our idea was like starting. Yeah, so I, I read on your webpage that you said that um, like Western lifestyles are more individualistic, but that they're also more generally aware and respectful towards the environment. Um, could you please elaborate a bit more on that and why you think the locals in the Philippines aren't as environmentally aware? Um, yeah, so it's like, we want to be also really careful with that, that we're not saying that we know better, like that's not the case. It's just that sometimes in educational ways, it's um, yeah not so yeah like spread here that the people know, okay, it's really bad when I throw plastic into the ocean and like then they eat the fish out of the ocean. So they eat actually the plastic and it's really bad and they're so depending on the environment and it's for sure like if you're living in the mountains and you yeah i don't know you don't have like this circle of i don't know knowing these things then you just you just don't know it and that's where we just want to raise awareness of like yeah and i think it's also the resources like we just have really really different resources and opportunities in the western world you just don't have that system of the like how to get rid of the garbage and all they don't have it here so even yeah. if they would not throw their garbage on the road or into the sea or burn it it would still be it would still land somewhere on a landfill next to a river so it's just mm -hmm. yeah there's yeah. no end solution yet for that problem so it's also the resources i think yeah, so waste management is a huge problem in the Philippines. Yeah, waste management. Yeah. So this hostel, like you were mentioning, the EcoBricks, does this help with the waste management? Um, yeah, I mean, of course, it's just such a small part uh, that we're doing because it's also um, hard because if the plastic is not washed, it's a really long process. How, like, from the plastic that we collect, to the eco brick itself so it's like yeah taking a long time so we try to collect mostly um not so dirty plastic because otherwise we just don't have the time for it like to wash it the like i don't know everything and yeah so it is kind of um helping i think um and i think so too definitely 
<laughs> we want to like our aim is also to kind of tell the like show to the people this is a way how to do it and we're not saying that we're saving the world like only with this but we're maybe touching other people's hearts with it and say okay maybe you can just do the same or maybe you just take a little bit care of your plastic consumption and yeah yeah and if we if we count if we're gonna use more than 1500 eco bricks we already saved more than 1500 kilos of plastic which would be otherwise maybe burned or in the ocean and we also have a cooperation with a local high school here so we went there and we had like a we made a presentation in front of the whole school about plastic and plastic pollution and now every student got the task to make one eco brick for us wow. um, so we can use it for building and yeah and we're really we're so happy about that opportunity because we also recognize like they did it at home and they also told their families about it maybe sister brother mom dad and then i don't know there was one girl she was like in a and maybe you can tell yeah. it because you experienced yeah. it <laughs> yeah no it was cool she was like um, in a shop uh just uh, where she's working probably from her family and they're collecting the plastic now and she's just like continuing making eco bricks also not just for the school like just uh continuing and yeah that's where we can pick it up and yeah it's i think we kind of touch the people with that I think so too. I really like your initiative and I like the fact that you want to educate people. It's not just like a hostel, it's also a yeah. an educational center in a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we so, also yeah. really hope once we're open that really the the backpackers, like the international people can connect with the locals and just it comes naturally. Like you talk about it maybe and then somebody knows something and just tells it like maybe with a beer you know in the evening and then it's not like uh, we are sitting here and we are trying to teach you so that's our hope in the end when we're open that it will just come also a little bit like we're also probably gonna do like seminars still or workshops <laughs> but also we're hoping it comes a little bit naturally also when locals and backpackers are coming together so would you say that your target group or like the people um, that comes to your hostel are mostly young backpackers? Yeah, I think like that's what we're expecting. I mean, yeah. um, it's like it's really a trend to travel. And I mean, that's also how we all met. So it's what we love. We love to explore. And just our thing with it is that like with the young people, we can start so like so early to kind of give another mindset so I mean I had this mindset when I was traveling like before I was not even thinking a lot about uh, saving the environment or taking care of plastic pollution it was uh, traveling and that's also what we hope what yeah young people can take from this place and uh, yeah. yeah just travel a little bit with, with the eyes open and to not just throw the plastic everywhere or yeah like that yeah and our style is uh, like our target mark is definitely are definitely backpackers we will have a big dorm and only some private rooms so it's made for backpackers cool <laughs> i look forward to it i i hope i can visit someday <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> so would you guys like do you think that backpackers are more like they're more or less aware of sustainability and do you think that a lot of them know why it's important to travel in a sustainable way? 
Um, I think a lot of people don't start with that kind of um, way of thinking. I think it just like really comes during the travel and just develops them because it's, you see everywhere, you see more nature, different kind of nature and you get amazed by it. And I think that's like the trigger part where you get triggered and you see it and you say, I want to protect it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's how yeah. it started for me as well. Just traveling and seeing yeah. all of these beautiful beaches and then just like a ton of plastic on the side. And I was like, wait, yeah. there's something very wrong with the scene. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm so happy that someone is doing something about it. <laughs> so, Thank you. Yes. So how do you guys think that other hostels around the world can follow suit with your idea without having to rebuild their hostel entirely from scratch? I think what they could do in the first place is making ego bricks. Like, I think you don't have to rebuild your hostel for that. You can, there's also, there are already organizations. You can actually make eco bricks and then, um, like, offer it to get picked up because there are people or schools or whatever who are working with eco bricks and they're actually looking for eco bricks. And you can make them and then give them away. Or you can also, like, do tables, chairs. You don't have to make, like, a whole wall or something out of it so i think that's something everyone can do starting with eco bricks and also like making the people aware of their plastic consumption a little bit or also the hostel hostels themselves like not using plastic straws of course and trying just reduce just trying to reduce the plastic consumption i think that's a big step already mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just being more aware of the issue, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your website states that um, mango, like the Echo Mango Tree Hostel, that you will be offering tours soon. Uh, what tours do you deem fit with the vision of your Echo Hostel? Uh, the tours, like. The yeah, like we're gonna do. For example, we have really nice waterfalls, nature around, like that. So we just want to go there, like with the guests, we will take them there. Also, what will be a part of our hostel is diving. Mm -hmm. So um, we want, also we want to make it a little bit special, like we will be kind of a dive center at some point, but we also want to use the money we're making with the normal customers to give locals the opportunity to learn how to dive or just try to dive because we think if they see what's like happening below the surface and maybe see the plastic and maybe see how beautiful it actually is, that they also become a little bit more aware. So we're gonna have diving also, which is also a tool for us. <laughs> and yeah. then like just around like here, waterfalls, going to the mountains. We have really nice beaches, also really nice mountains, just really close. So yeah, that's what we want to do. Maybe also some overnight trips, like camping. Mm -hmm. cool so I, I have a question about the diving because like it's become kind of a controversy since it can have a negative impact on the environment if you yeah. I mean like a lot of people dive you know like they don't have lack of proper training for example or they're not being yeah. respectful to the coral reefs by touching it and yeah. even having like chemical sunscreens that can destroy the yeah, coral exactly. reefs so how, how do you guys yeah. plan on uh, approaching this issue yeah, so 
I'm a diving instructor and I hope I can train the people myself. <laughs> and um, I will have like, we will have a big focus on like environmental friendly diving. I mean, we're eco hostel, so. And yeah, like also the people I had before and teaching them, it was, it were like big topics for me before, but I think here in the hostel will even be a bigger topic. And we also, we also want to do it like maybe even showing some videos or maybe doing some movie nights with like also focus on the diving, but how you can do it environmental friendly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we will have a big focus on that as well. Yeah, I'm very happy to hear like that. Without, um, without <laughs> touching it, because I think some people just uh, think, I don't know, if you see the beautiful corals, you just want to touch them, of course. Like, I have that too, but I just but, don't do it. Yeah, I, in my experience, actually, the, like, backpackers, especially, or young people, um, and I was teaching them before, they're really aware. That mm -hmm. For them, it's not the problem that they want to touch, or, like, they know okay we have to be respectful but like you said already sometimes it's also just a training if you got a really bad training and you're a really bad diver and even you don't want to touch you still touch accidentally so mm -hmm. yeah we will take we, but we already have like we have dive sites with only sand and we only take the people to the reefs when they're like ready for it and we are really aware of that and we also we are also going to make our divers aware of that. Okay, cool. And the diving instructors will be like, it will be you. And I think I saw that there would be some local people as well. Yeah, like the locals you saw in the video, they're actually people we are also training. Like we are included in the driving and mo most of them are dive masters or not yet, but we will probably also pick one or two locals to train them up to dive master. Cool. But this is like still really the future. You know, we're like still building and first we're gonna open and then mm -hmm. the next budget <laughs> that we have will be diving. Yeah, yeah. I, I know everything yeah. is kind of like in the beginning phase and I mean obviously because of corona you can't plan too much, I'm yeah. sure. But yeah. So no, it's well, forbidden actually at the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but in the future it will be better. I'm positive about yeah. that. And everyone loves yeah. the Philippines, so <laughs> it won't be an issue yeah. like getting more tourists to the Philippines. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So we were talking a little bit about the local people, and well, I'm studying tourism and sustainability in university. And something that I've noticed oh. that many people, yeah, <laughs> that they only consider the environment when they're discussing the sustainability part. But as we all know, it's equally as much about the humans behind it. So, I mean, like, for instance, when I've traveled, I've kind of noticed that a lot of locals have been mistreated and they've been forced to work like seven days a week and they have really low wages. What are your stance on this and how do you ensure that the local people are fairly treated? Um, yeah, for like now that we have our workers on the construction side, um, like, I mean, we really try to give them a fair, uh, yeah, salary. fair salary per day. Um, also, uh, yeah, of course, we have to take care that 
we cannot, uh, I don't know, lose all of our money, but we try to make it as fair as possible because we know they're all having families at home and they're just, um, yeah, working really hard for it and it's not that easy. So, yeah, we're just um, trying to make it fair and be not like screwing them up. Like, yeah, we just don't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> And I feel like you guys have this like good connection with the locals as well. Yeah, we had also some of our friends, they're like um, just volunteering and helping us with the clay wall. Um, I mean, it's a lot of fun with the clay work and it's like what we're giving them, like with this whole action. Also our neighbor's kids, they're still really young and they're loving to help us. Yeah, they're coming every day. And that's like, such a cool thing and it just like it just happened like that you know we're not asking for it but really hoping for it and that's how we think of how we can uh yeah touch the people that uh yeah the locals like to i don't know recycle or to help with uh yeah things like the clay wall yeah so the overall i mean the locals they they support your idea with the hostel and they they like it yeah our yeah. neighbors they're happy about it so far. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. So, and something that I also read on your website is that you will, with the help of your guests, show different ways of waste disposal. And how will you do that? Um, so, <clears throat> at first, um, of course, we cannot recycle everything. That's like, for sure, I mean, we always like have these pictures of what is the, like disposing in the nature and what like obviously not in even 200 years so what we can recycle is the soft plastic that's what we have the eco bricks for um and then yeah we try to find uh, some other ways that are also having a lot to do with arts like um you know, upcycling with, yeah like upcycling like for example uh, designing like a lamp or like a dream catcher like i know we cannot save all the hard plastic or the bottles with that but yeah at least we're trying to and it's like a fun work and yeah, at least the plastic that is here already that we can upcycle or recycle a little bit. And yeah, also that how Julia said, like with workshops, we're going to do it. Yeah, that we just show how easy it is to, I don't know, to just do some uh, handicrafts like that. So, yeah. And also the separation of the trash is also a big thing for yeah. us that we make the people aware of the separation because actually if they would separate more, there are like actually people collecting the trash and then the plastic bottles they will re they will recycle them but if nothing is separated it will not be recycled so mm. yeah like upcycling mm. cycling separating the trash yeah all yeah. oh, very and important. of course like we want to we want to start uh i mean the plastic that is already there we try to recycle like most of it but of course what we want to start just stop using it like then that's the main part of the problem obviously like it's not that we say okay now we're using plastic because we're recycling it it's like you know we would not recycle it if it would not be so bad so yeah yeah. what are some (laughs) of your best tips for travelers and other hostile entrepreneurs who wants to be more sustainable i think a big start is already like if you start with your soaps or with your toothpaste, toothbrush, like all these little things, you can actually do very easy if you use soaps without 
plastic, if you use a bamboo toothbrush, if you use uh, toothpaste not in plastic, like, I don't know, if you just look through all your stuff you're taking when you're traveling and then just think about what can I replace with something without plastic. And there at the moment or now there are a lot of options like the especially in Europe I think online or like there's so many way, uh, zero waste shops already it's you, we have options and we can really yeah. I think be almost plastic free while traveling mm -hmm. and then of course if you go somewhere don't use a straw like all those little things just look at your daily life and just see what you can replace yeah. and it's yeah. also really cool um to like that's what also we want to do in workshops uh Pilar in spain she was doing uh, some workshops of like based on zero waste so how to how you make a soap by yourself uh and like deodorant and this is all from natural materials like um like ingredients and it's like really cool like with that you the people just like it and I mean, you can also buy it in a shop or you can uh, make it by yourself. And that's also like a step if you're, I don't know, if you really like to do some, uh, yeah, like you have to cook something with it and it's like a nice action you do in your free time also. And then you have just like, uh, yeah, natural products and without plastic consumption. So yeah, I think that's also what the people will do more. Yeah, cool. So it's really about like small steps and small changes in your life that you can just do even yeah. when you're not traveling yeah exactly yeah because yeah. i feel like like people have this vision of like if you want to you know travel eco um it has to be like super expensive like you have to check into this really fancy eco hotel and yeah i don't know like i feel like a lot of people they don't really understand that being a sustainable traveler it's just about being more conscious about the way you think yeah. and the choices that you're making and it doesn't have to be this grand change it can just be like as you said don't accept plastic straws or yeah educate yourself yeah yeah if everyone is starting by themselves i think we can already do a big change yeah exactly i think so too yeah, and I'm, I'm very happy that I got to talk to you guys because backpacking and hostels and just, I mean, even the Philippines, I've been there, like all of this is just very close to home to me. So I'm very yeah. excited to see that something's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yes, at least uh, somebody's doing like a even small step, but yeah, if a lot of people do it, just like Julia said, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe some... Other hostels also like get maybe it's inspired, inspired inspired by that so that they say okay now we're not uh, taking I don't know the typical toilet paper we take the bamboo one and uh, I don't know just like the steps. Yeah, I think a lot of people will feel inspired, um, hostel or traveler or just other entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two questions that we, final questions that we always ask um, our speakers. So the first one is, the most important thing I can do to help the planet achieve sustainability is? <laughs> um, I would say reduce my plastic <laughs> consumption as much as I can and try to keep my environmental footprint as small as possible. Yeah. Very good. Yes. 
And finally, what is a positive message you want to communicate to our listeners? Uh, we want to communicate that we save a lot of plastic with the eco bricks that we're using and that, uh, yeah, with every little step, we can do really big and we just have to keep on like hoping that we can solve this problem. Thank you so much, Tony and Julia, for joining our podcast and inspiring us to live a more sustainable life. If you want to learn more about what Mango Tree Eco Hostel are doing, visit their Instagram page, Mango Tree Eco Hostel, or their website, MangoTreeEcoHostel.com. We look forward to seeing you next week.